When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. When I was growing up, South Carolina was 49th in education. Yeah, we might have upgraded to 50th by now. <laughs> I haven't checked the stats. <laughs> Mostly because I don't know how. Um, for example, I found out very late in life that Alaska and Hawaii were not next to each other. <laughs> Down here where they appeared to be at the bottom of the map. Yeah. Yeah, nobody clarified that the map ran out of space and someone just slapped them down there. I thought that's where they lived. I went my merry little way. Just as dumb as a clam. Until seven years ago, I was hired by Alaska Airlines. Yeah, I was told I was going to be stationed in Anchorage, Alaska. And I was so excited because I'd always wanted to go to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what island do you think we'll be close to? <laughs> Turns out, none of them. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> That's J.J. Barrows. Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102. How much is your 4th of July cookout going to cost you? And do you have what it takes to become an action star? It's Tuesday, the 28th of June, 2022. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. <clears throat> Now, uh, before we get to those stories, here's a here's a simple pleasantry that's going away. Sending thank you notes used to be common, but a new poll found only nine percent of us would send a handwritten note now. Yeah, I mean, as a kid, I can remember you sat down and you wrote the, and you and mom hovered. Yeah, make sure you got that done. I still do it. I make um, when Penelope learned how to write her name. I would have her put at least her name on the card. Yeah. Jacob's really good about it. Anything comes, he sits down. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's really Every good. time he opens, you know, anytime he gets any mail in his P.O. box, he opens it at home and and then he'll ask me, thank you, thank you notes. <laughs> no, thank you. He sends thank you notes and people send him stickers. Aw. It's really sweet. What a good babe. The most common way we say thanks for something big is with a phone call now. Handwritten letters are eighth. Phone calls 
might not even be first much longer. Sending a message over text. Yeah. And things like WhatsApp are gaining ground because it's easier. And we're lazy. Emails and Facebook messages rounded rounded out the top five. Do you think it's lazy? Does it feel lazy to you? Uh, totally. You think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like it doesn't bother me if I don't get one. You know, I don't really look back and go, they never sent a thank you. Or they never said thank you. I think it's just the Doesn't, giving part. I don't well, know. Well, the whole purpose of giving something is, you know, to give it and not expect anything in return. So I think that's great that you don't. Because there are some people that get really wound if they don't get their their thank you. But if you Note don't, that's card. good to know. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Okay. Yeah. But I also enjoy like. Note to self. But I, no, but I was <laughs> going to say. You're off the hook. I do enjoy when I receive them from like, it's you know. It's great to get them. Yeah, like yeah. Jeff always has a little note card on the front. It says like Michael Thomas or Michael Jeffrey Thomas or whatever. And then you always write a little note. It's like a little postcard. And it's really nice to get like in the mail. Like, oh, look at Jeff was thinking about me. <laughs> so you do like it. I like receiving them, but if I don't, I'm not going to hold you to it. She's not attached to I'm getting one. I'm not going to be one. pissed oh, yeah. off, but I enjoy receiving. Well, you might want to reconsider the handwritten note thing, though, because the poll did find that they, despite the fact that they're not as popular, they are still seen as the most meaningful way to say thank you. I would agree. Meanwhile, here's a fun question about our most valued possession. Let's say you were driving to work today and you realize you forgot your phone at home. Now, in 20 years of working here, I would say that's maybe happened once or twice in my it's life. It's the worst feeling. It is the worst. It is. It's like, oh, crap, because, you know, today's going to be the day that somebody's going to need to get a hold of the me, and I'm not going to have call. my phone. Yep. Jen and I live far, though, so would you turn around if you got halfway to go back and get it? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Probably not, depending on time. I mean, I've left my phone here before. Like, I've left it in a production studio and have had to come back and mm-hmm. get it. That's a pain in the butt. Yeah. It's always funny when you realize that you don't have it and you're like, well, I'll just call and see <laughs> where it is. <laughs> where it is. Oh, I can't call. I don't have a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just too late. Like you've already started your day. You didn't realize until after you got to work, the show started. Can't go back now. Nope. But, you know, if you happen to realize it. And for me, my commute's a lot shorter. So, you know, if I do notice it, I'll be like, well, I can't order breakfast without that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why you always have your phone on you, because that's how you get your yep. food. That's right. <laughs> uh, but that's a good question, though. Let's say you were driving to work and you realize you forgot your phone at home. How far away would you have to be before you would not go back for it? The average answer in a new poll was a maximum of 10 minutes away. That was going to be my guess. So we would be willing to devote 20 minutes total to go back, get the phone, and get back on the road. If it takes more time than that, then we'll just go without it all day. 
Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I would. If I was more than 10 minutes, I think that's about right. I mean, yeah. you kind of have an excuse because you're a mom, but, you know, for those of us who aren't worried about a Who a aren't an emergency contact for something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the same Paul also asked about kids and when they should start. When, and, you know, let me take that sentence again. The same Paul also asked about kids and when they should get their first cell phone. Most common answer there, 13. 13 is yeah, good. I yeah. agree. I don't want my kid to ever have a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> you say that until she's I off know. running around somewhere and you want Without to be able me. to get a hold of her. I know, but I watched that social dilemma. Was that what it was called? That social dilemma movie on Netflix? Oh, yeah. And it was talking about how bullying and attached kids are to the phone and it right. starts so young. And I'm like, oh. And I don't want her to have that experience. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I remember the the one day that I forgot my phone and I did not go back to get it. I was like, that, just forget it. Don't worry about it. I got an email on my station account from Kristen saying, Oh, yeah, your phone's here. Do you want me to bring you your phone? <laughs> that was really sweet. But I've seen no. people do that, though, Well, they'll post on Facebook. I forgot my phone, so if you're trying to reach me, do it this way because you can access your social media on yeah. a, you know, a desktop or whatever. In most cases, the world will go on. <laughs> no, In most cases. Not, <laughs> not right. all. God forbid. <laughs> uh, another survey also asked people what bug they're fearing the most this summer. Is and it ticks? Uh, wow. No, it's mis- although it, I think it should be ticks, uh, 45% of people said the most feared bugs this summer are mosquitoes. The ticks are bad, too, and they, yeah. they came out early. I've found some. Ugh, had one crawling on me in the middle of the night. Check your pets, too. Recently? Yeah. You did? Ooh, At home? Yes. Wow. At home. I don't like that. But your animals, too. I had a, Our neighbor had four ticks on their dog. Yeah. Merle had a couple, but they were... Yeah, new. But he's on all the medication. They just weren't quite dead yet. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a, well, I live on a freaking farm. <laughs> so right next to woods. So I remember well, when I was anybody who kid, lives next to woods, I suppose, runs that risk. Well, That's yeah, true. I mean, anybody living anywhere because they're just, they're, they're everywhere. But um, I, when we were kids, I mean, it was, oh, that was a nightly occurrence sitting at the table and mom going through my hair looking for ticks and we were always told don't go into the woods unless you have pants on and i can remember coming out of the woods wearing jeans and from the knee down just a wall of ticks on my pants yeah wow yeah it's never that bad for us yep it's nuts yeah they're pretty gross (laughs) but i'd pull them off the dogs they'd get really big pull them off the dogs and smash them with a hammer for fun yeah, so what did you do when you found the tick on you? What, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Set that sucker on fire. Right. Smash it. Find any Either others? smash the living daylights out of it with a hammer. Mm. No, and it was tiny. It was a tiny one. Yeah. It was crawling on me. It hadn't embedded or anything. Uh, the survey uh, did mention fearing ticks, but it's unclear what percentage they got. Other annoying summer pests that could have made the list include ants, roaches, and fruit flies. Mm. Yeah. We got this thing at our house, so we have a lot of plants and we were noticing that we had a lot of those, like, gnat fruit fly thingies. And my mom was like, oh, I saw something. I don't know if it was on the television or where she saw it. But it is a little blue light 
that you plug into the wall. Mm-hmm. And on the back side, it's got one of those like sticky things. And it attracts all of those little fruit flies and little bugs and stuff. Yeah. And they get stuck there. And it has made the world of difference in our house. Well, and this is another reason why we should love possums because possums eat ticks. Oh, so do. be nice to the pot. Be excited if you see a possum in your yard. <laughs> be excited. Yes. They're good. Fourth of July is a holiday where most people don't need a flashy destination. All you got to do is just fire up the grill out the back and invite people over and boom, instant holiday. Uh, but after some lost travel time due to the pandemic, people may be looking to do a bit more this year. Wallet Hub just put out a list of the 100 best places in the U.S. for Fourth of July celebrations, and they consider things like you know the public fanfare, fireworks, affordability, attractions and activities, weather, and safety and accessibility, which includes COVID-19 vaccinations in the area. And San Francisco is number one this year, which is fine if you're looking to climb a bunch of hills. <laughs> good luck finding any good barbecue action there. Uh, L.A. was number two, followed by Washington, D.C. I guess that'd be kind of cool seeing it in our nation's capital. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta, Las Vegas, New York City. I'm going to be down in Florida, and I'm I'm staying at a hotel on Sanibel Island. And my realtor down there was saying, oh, you're in like the perfect place for Fourth of July. I said, really? really? She said, yes, they have them right where you are. She said, you'll be able to watch them from your balcony. It's spectacular. It's They do it right over the water. Nice. Oh, wow. She said, you're right there. I'm oh, so jealous. Cool. Yeah. Don't they do it like in D.C.? Isn't that when they have the big thing they televise every year? Is that the same or, or is that There's a, Labor a few Day? things. There's a few things they televise. Um, they do the Macy's fireworks celebration over the Hudson in New York. They that do, might be what I'm thinking. They do the Boston Pops concert on the Esplanade over the Charles River, which is a huge fireworks celebration that they televise on one of the networks. And then, yeah, the, I think there is something else for DC, Washington, D.C., but smaller cities didn't fare as well, like San Bernardino, California. <laughs> Not so lowest. much. Yeah. Jersey City, New Jersey. Although it's just across the river from New York, so I would think they'd be able to enjoy the same show just from the other side of the river. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not so much in Newark or Memphis, but hey, hmm. they doing uh, red, white, and what do they um, call it? Boom this year? Yeah, I think there's red, white, and blue ash, and then they're also doing the Coney Island balloon glow. Those right. are really great places to see big fireworks. And then I believe the Reds are doing... Like their fireworks Friday stuff. That's always fun. This week, if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember what the date was on that. And then they are this Friday, I believe. And then they have other city um, fireworks like Erlinger does something or Fairfield or, you know, stuff like that. Well, Kings Island usually does a pretty good show and you can just go and park along, you know, close by to Hmm. see that. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the 4th of July with inflation and everything else going on, we knew this number would be higher. Now we know how much higher. According to the American Farm Bureau Federation, the average 4th of July cookout will cost just under $70 this year, a full $10 more than it cost last year. uh, Whenever they come out with these, I just feel like it sounds so low. For how many people? Uh, Let's see. They base it on 12 different things you might serve at a backyard barbecue for 10 people. Okay. Without including beer or alcohol. 
Okay. So $7 a person? Pretty much for all the meat inside and desserts. What are we eating, Jeff? <laughs> what's, on what's on the, on the list? Menu. <laughs> two pounds of ground beef for burgers, uh, two pounds of chicken breasts, and three pounds of pork chops. Throw in some hamburger buns, cheese, chips, two and a half pounds of potato salad, pork and beans, two pints of strawberries, some lemonade, and then for dessert, some cookies and half a gallon of ice cream. That should do it. That's not bad. There's not enough sides for me, but I'll take it. Alcohol's going to cost you. <laughs> I'd like a few more options. I need some beans on there. Yeah. Maybe some pasta salad. <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing a pasta salad. A couple clean city sausages. Let's get it going here. All right. <laughs> and then the alcohol. You, you I mean, that's where the it. money is, right? I know a yeah. case of beer is like well over twenty bucks. I think I think we buy McUltra, and at Kroger it's like twenty three ninety nine. I think something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. For sure. Huh. Okay. Do you think you have what it takes to become an action hero? Absolutely not. No? N- not unless I had some sort of an action movie hero or a superhero. Action Probably movie action star. Movie. No way. No way. I, first of no. all, I wouldn't be able to fit into the outfit. Let's just talk about that. They would try to get me into wardrobe. They'd have you in a different working. outfit. I mean, the Black Widow outfit? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, the CDC says that the prevalence of obesity in America is right about 42%. And of I course, thought it was a lot higher than that. Well, obesity covers a very wide range. But <clears throat> how does that jive with this? In a new poll, 57% of Americans think they do have what it takes to be an action movie star, despite the obesity percentage. So let's say you're right, Jen. Let's say it is much higher than 42%. It is kind of funny that... The majority of Americans think they have what it takes to become an action star. I'd love to see them go on to the set just for one day and try to do some of the stuff that, the you know, does. Yes, yeah. the stuff like that Tom um, Cruise does in Mission Impossible. So if there's see no ya. overlap, 99% of the country is either out of shape or a contender <laughs> to play a Marvel superhero. One or the other. That's right. I'll be back. I'll be back. She'll be back. I'm back. 35% of people say action movies are a huge influence on their fitness goals. 57% say watching the right action flick gets them juiced to hit the gym. They watch those movies and they're like, yeah, yeah. man, I got to get in the gym. I could do that. I just need a little time in the gym. <laughs> and 71% say they like to listen to music while working out. Yeah, music's a big thing at Fitopia too. I do notice that, like... Usually, you know, you walk in, and if you're the, if I happen to be the only one there, because the time I go, it's like three, three thirty usually, so it's not that busy. And they're like, "Oh, what kind of music do you want?" And I'm usually like, "Oh, I don't care." And they'll be like, "Okay," and they'll pick something. I'll be like, "Not that." <laughs> <laughs> Need something a little more up tempo. Uh, speaking of music, thirty five percent listen to music every time they work out. Sixty six percent have made their own exercise playlist to jam out with, and sixty two percent admit admit to playing the same song over and over again on a constant loop hmm. while working out. Which is kind of what I got the impression that that's what Joe Burrow does. He has that one song that he likes to listen to over and over again. Yeah, oh, yeah, Kid in his Cuddy. headphones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what else? Oh God, this is awful. Amer- so tell us. Let's share it. <laughs> I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. But a mayor in Australia spent some time last Thursday talking to the families of drunk driving victims. Oh. 
And then about an hour later, she drunkenly crashed her car into a tree. Oh, wow. Yeah, her name is Karen Williams, and she is the mayor of Redland City in Australia. And according to reports, she told the families that she was committed to making the roads safer. Little did they know she was apparently a few drinks in when she said that. Uh, Fortunately, she just hit a tree and no one was injured. Uh, But she did later apologize for the incident. I made a serious error of judgment and I am deeply sorry for my actions. While no one was hurt or injured, I understand that circumstances could have been very different. There are no excuses for my actions, and I'll continue to work with the police and their inquiries. Totally wrong. I'm disgusted. She's in a position of power, so you need to set an example. Disgraceful. I think it's untenable for her to continue in that position. People have to take responsibility for their own actions. Yeah, well, so far she's refused to resign. She said she couldn't remember how many drinks she had, but it was, quote, several glasses of wine over a number of hours, end quote. She has not been charged yet, so it's too soon to say what her punishment might be. Wow. Yeah. Did you hear all those animals in the background when she was talking? Mm-hmm. It was You're kind just of wondering what the heck it was. Is what that, is going on? Because you see the kind of animals there are in Australia. Does that make you want to go down so, under? <laughs> you wonder what is what is flying around behind her head right now. It's a big country, man. It is. A lot of coastline. All right, coming up, five things you need to do to catch someone in a lie. As your news that didn't make the news continues. First, another check on the roads. Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. It's starting to get a little busy out there. Summer's here. You don't want to be running that AC nonstop. Keep that cold air inside with new energy-efficient windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, it's Tim. Call for a free estimate. 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Jennifer. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm great, thank you. Excellent. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're going to play Faker for Real, and we hope you win something. Who are they going to go see? Third Eye Blind with Taking Back Sunday and Hockey Dad. Third Eye Blind, wow. I loved them truly, madly, deeply, right? That was Third Eye Blind. Savage Garden, maybe? Or was that Savage Garden? I think that might be Savage Garden. You're thinking uh, semi-charm kind of life. There you go. <laughs> All right. Which one is it? Is it a woman fired for hanging framed picture of her boyfriend's naked junk in her cubicle? Is it B, some perv airdropped a photo of his junk to everyone on his flight? Or C, bar shut down by health department after bartender was using his man parts to stir drinks? I hope it's all. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to go a little tame and go A. No, it wasn't A. It was the guy airdropping on the flight. Oh, man. Which is funny because that's not that's not something I would ever think to do, but it's Or you would funny. accidentally do. It sounds right. like something you would accidentally yes, do, for sure. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. We're going to hook you up, okay? That would be so funny if it just popped up on your phone. <laughs> Accept or decline? I'm sure, but it's like kids. Accepted. They all sure. have their air, their yeah. Bluetooth on. 
Yeah, some woman just posted on TikTok after a guy on her Southwest flight airdropped a picture of his junk to just about everyone on the plane. <laughs> and it was pretty wild. I'm talking to this guy. We're just making friends. And I say to him, oh, my God, I just got an airdrop from Larry's iPad. And so I accept it. And there it was. It was a picture of, like, a woman's face and, like, a little bit, little bit of pee-pee at the bottom. And I look over and I said, are you Larry? And he said, yes, I am. Did you mean to send me this? And he said, yes, I did. And I said, are you sending it to everybody? And he said, yes, I am. So we do think he has like a kink and like, he's totally gonna like think about it. Played into it. The plane lands and Larry gets escorted off. And then I actually don't know if anything happened to him. We were told he's probably getting arrested. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I could see if it was like accidental, but... The fact that he did it intentionally happened on a flight from Detroit to Denver on Saturday. We only know that his first name is Larry, as you just heard. And, oh, he's older, maybe 60s or early 70s. Oh, Larry. (laughs) What? Larry's been misbehaving for a very long time. Holy moly. The woman who posted about it was the one who called him out, and she told the flight attendant she was in his row, but across the aisle a a few seats away. And she was one of the unfortunate souls who chose to accept the airdrop. <laughs> well, I'd be so curious if it just popped up. I'm like, what the what, what is this? And well, then a flight attendant asked Larry if he sent the photo, <laughs> and he freely admitted that he did. <laughs> so she asked him why, and he said he was quote just having a little fun. Oh, that's so funny. So they radioed ahead. (sighs) Cops were waiting to escort him off the plane as soon as it landed. No word yet on what kind of charges he's facing. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, if you did something like that accidentally, that'd be one thing. Sure. Or just like, oh, my God, deny till you die. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that he just was like, oh, yeah, that was me. He sounds like a creeper, though. If he's only 60, dude. Yes, I did. Come on. I mean, would it be any less creepy if the dude was in his 20s? Yes. Maybe. I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you can kind of write him off just, be just like being like dumb. a young, yes, dumb idiot. I would be like, he's just dumb. What yeah, an idiot. Like, yeah, but just I mean. Stupid idea. I feel like maybe I'm giving you more credit than you deserve. Thinking but that by you've your 60s, life by 60. Yeah. you should know better. You should just you know better. You should know better by then. Be yes. different if he was in his 20s. But then once he's in his <laughs> 80s, it does it change? Because once you get to that age, then it's kind of like... Have you earned you that do, right back? Have you earned it know. back no. to do whatever the hell you want? Inappropriate <laughs> at any age. <laughs> Going on the record. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.